0: Da, 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 da. You sound insane. Do you realize that? Oh, yeah. The whole world got played. Is Seriously?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. That's what, that's what. What's going on, man, fam? It is, yeah, uh, boy, as I like to say, because um, I'm from the streets. Mm-hmm. Big RB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah mean streets of Uh <laughs> How's it going? We are Kentless tonight. Today when, I don't know oh, when you're listening God. to this. No. Yes, it's so good, and we wish him the best. He is uh, he he's in pretty deep with some. It's kind of an uncut gem situation. Some bookies are after him, and he's on the run. And we're yeah. just wishing him.
2: Yeah, it's not it's not Kevin Garnett though. But no, no, nope. that's that's good news and bad it's Walter news, McCarty. Yeah, because the bad news is Walter McCarty. <laughs> yeah, his... boy. Yeah. Yeah. I hope ahead. doctors
0: are able
1: to put his nose back into the right shape.
2: <laughs> We can only hope,
1: but uh, yeah, he looks like Artie Lang right now. I warned um, him not to
2: bet on Andy Dalton, you know. But he was yeah, just like TCU, T-C- bro, and I was like, oh, <laughs> we were like, come not, on, man, it's, not it's not the Patriots. Works, buddy,
1: but... <laughs> uh, no, it's it's always good. We've 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 got. You might hear some voices in the background. We are uh, if if not with the OG lineup, probably the OG non OG lineup. Mm. Um, so we got rid of Pete Best. We brought in Ringo, <laughs> and Batman Shane is in the house tonight. What's going on, Batman Shane? Hey, how are you guys? Always good to be here. Always, Always good, good to be here. have you. Kind of a late... Kent was kind of a late scratch nights, and Shane was just... Thank God. I mean, Brian, can you imagine what we would do if Shane had a life? No. But luckily, <laughs> it's I know. It'd be terrible. It'd be terrible. Lucky well, no, no, for you guys, for I'm just...
0: I was I was taking a break from sitting in my Hollywood mansion counting my uh, You know, my money like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he uh, was... No, I was he, gonna, thanks for being available thanks for doing this thanks for seeing the movie and all that good stuff but we are yeah, going to talk some some uh some jumanji we've got all kinds of fun stuff planned tonight this is a you know a sequel that we didn't think we needed to a sequel we didn't think we needed but but you know, so far it's worked out okay for us so we'll get into <laughs> we'll get into this uh a little more more shortly but uh, but we'll kind of go. We'll do a refresh. Uh, I'll I'll start real quick. You know, I had zero interest as much as I like The Rock and Jack Black, and I'm not anti uh, Kevin Hart. Like I'm just kind of neutral. I'm i neut- I'm the rare neutral Kevin Hart person. I think mm-hmm. he's fine. Um, and uh, and I, I I didn't care at all about this when it was coming out a few years ago, and then it was kind of the surprise, certainly hit of the season. Um, but that also was good too. Like wasn't wasn't a miserable watch either. And so it was kind of the, both financially and, and at least critically on this show a surprise, a surprise hit. Uh, so Richard, you had said it yeah. best two years ago. You had said, oh, "If you I had did. told
0: me at the that. beginning, well, you actually you you said it so well that I've actually quoted this to a number of people. You said." If you would have told me at the beginning of 2017 that The Rock was going to do a reboot of oh, Jumanji yeah. and Baywatch, and one of them was going to be terrible and one of them was going to be super enjoyable, yeah. no one on planet Earth would have bet against Baywatch, and yet they yeah. would have all lost money.
1: Baywatch seemed like such a great idea. Um, I thought. I just thought it seemed that is so ripe for a. a we talked about this before, but like yeah. kind of a parody remake. Uh, and then it just could not have been, I still think it's a good idea. It's just ruined by that, by yeah. that terrible film. Yeah. And, uh, what
2: if we gave Baywatch the 21 jump street treatment. Oh, right. Okay, sure. That sounds awesome. You guys got any jokes? <laughs> nope. Just <laughs> uncomfortable uh, sexual
1: shit. stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, all the stuff that was terrible about Baywatch. We kind of just amped that up, <laughs> right, amped right. That up and yeah. added F words. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. It's it's, it's a bummer because I could have been – still think that's a better idea. It proves that the – this and that prove that the genesis of an idea is is uh, not more important than the execution right. of said idea. This seemed like kind of a needless – you know, I, I liked Jumanji, but it wasn't like a hu- – I mean, it definitely had a huge fan base, but I, I don't think even that fan base was really clamoring. Like, you've, we need more. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like one of those movies you like. Um. And then they did it really well and it was a fun, fun hit. It was released at a really smart time. I thought the release date was really stupid too, because I always think of like the jungle and summer and stuff, and I was like, why is this a holiday release or November or whatever it was? Just everything they were they were just right about it all the way through and and, and kudos. It shows that that uh I'm once again, the the moral of the show is that I'm an idiot. <laughs> so Brian, what was your experience? Well but with also that? to be oh, fair,
0: Sony has kind of well just to jump in real quick, Sony, if you look back at their their film release schedule the last three four years those guys have Perfect. really struggled to get a, fran- a franchise off the ground right from mm-hmm. the 2016 ghostbusters to a number of other like series that they thought oh this is going to be it this is our franchise yeah. and then they all kinda, tried with men in black over and over yeah. again right, mm-hmm. men in black and it's like this is the first one that it's like guys we got one you know like yeah. we actually have a franchise now
2: sure. yeah. yeah yeah no question yeah, I, I'm, I'm exactly – I'm right there with you, Arby. I, I was not enthused about this at all beyond, like, the, I like The Rock and I like yeah. the cast, but I wasn't pumped to have a Jumanji movie in in, in any way, shape, or form. Um, and those trailers were pretty good, I think. I, I – in, maybe that's hindsight. I don't remember. I don't remember what my my thought was on the trailer at the time. But at best, it's it kind of seemed like a movie that we were going to go in and be like, it was fine. I had an okay time. I didn't hate my life. That's kind of yeah. the goal I felt like coming in. And instead, I mean, this was that movie was closer to my top ten than anything else sure. of that year. I really loved it, and I've watched it several times since. It's a good background movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because uh, it's, it's just fun and stupid and. And entertaining, but it had an interesting conceit, and I thought this was, I thought that that movie was a great, and still is, is a great example of, you know, we, we are, we're just so deep into reboot culture at this point, mm-hmm. and that's like, it seems like that's about 90% of the movies that we put out in a given year sure. is either a sequel or a reboot, but... You know, as I've said many times, I've I've given up the fight against reboots. I just think you need to pick the right movies to reboot and then do them well. And this, to me, was a great example of how to do that. Of of, uh, give you know, just have a fun, interesting concept or conceit and then execute it. Um, and and this, so to me, this this should be. Uh, this should be uh, the kind of movie that that uh, studios are are showing to their you know to their stable of writers and directors and whatnot like or uh, project leaders, like hey this is what we're trying to do guys this is the map uh for for trying to to do this kind of thing so i was very excited about this one um and in hindsight i i don't save my my full thoughts obviously on the movie but on hindsight i i, I think this is a little bit more of what I, I think I expected mm-hmm. the first time around, um, it, and so we'll you know we'll see where, where it goes from there. But uh, Shane, what about you, dude? Where where were you on on Jumanji in twenty seventeen yeah, or whatever it was? Absolutely. I mean, I I think when the trailer for Jumanji
0: came out, or or even when the movie was announced, my expectations were so low that you could kind of pick them off the floor. Mm. And so it was It was a, a really great surprise to watch this movie where it was super enjoyable and it was fun and it was kind of fresh. Um, so my expectations for this movie were almost non-existent and I had such a fun time with that movie um, that, that I think it kind of, my, my feelings about that movie are reflected in the fact that I had zero expectations. So with this movie, uh, without getting too deep into it, I kind of tried to have the same expectations of just eh, whatever, if this is good, great, if it's bad, it's bad. And just kind of limit my expectations and not take into account how fun the first one was. Um, So I think kind of with that in mind, I I think I enjoyed it a little bit better just because I kind of capped my expectations again. But, you know, I I think that uh, you're absolutely right, Brian. This movie is a template or it should be kind of shown to other studios in terms of like, guys, if you have a property or a franchise that you're trying to reboot... You have to have a clever concept. You have to have, you know, a hook to to get people into the world of the movie. Just the title that people recognize isn't enough. You gotta have mm-hmm. something more than that. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally agree. And that's I'm pretty bummed about my uh my sorry, the board game remake, because I don't that's all I got. <laughs> I got that and a bunch of Canadians go, oh sorry, hey bud. Right. Um, Wasn't but, uh,
0: Ridley Scott going to make a Monopoly movie at one yeah. point? I don't know where that yeah. ever landed.
1: It was that. probably going to suck, but the director's cut would be cool. Um, <laughs> like every other Ridley Scott movie. Every, by not every hey, other, every, other, you know, yeah. every odd-numbered Ridley Scott movie I, like that.
2: I can't wait for you guys to read my uh, my dark, gritty, edgy, Parcheesi oh. script. Just, oh,
1: just, uh, wow. I'll send that
2: over to you guys, that, but please don't share it. It's yeah, very erotic. Uh, yeah
1: okay cool <laughs> i had one for chinese checkers but it was just so yeah, racist yeah that's it just wouldn't work in 2019 <laughs> right.
2: yeah 20, 2016 sure yeah it'd be not, fine. Not it fine it would have
1: been fine but 2019 man. it's yeah. like you know you're trying to appeal to the whole world you know <laughs> you want a worldwide box office and this was not that let me tell you uh <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> i hope listeners understand irony but right. you know they never they normally yeah. don't so uh the the conceit of this movie there's there are kind of various types of sequels this one falls kind of into the like wayne's world 2 corollary where it's not really a continuation of said story it's just like let's do it again with a few different twists within the plot but try to get that same feeling of the first one again and that in, in a lot of ways works in some ways it's like it feels pointless I mean, understandably, Sony has shareholders, so those things aren't always pointless. You want to make money, and I get that. Uh, but, but it, it kind of it was uh, it, it was never cynical, but you could certainly see what they were what they were doing. Away, It didn't feel that that last one's a really kind of as much as it's based on an existing movie and an existing property, kind of an original script idea. Whereas this is just a continuation of this, so by default, it's not as exciting because you've seen it before, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um Brian we'll throw to you what what uh a little more specifically what uh what are one or two things that worked and one or two things that didn't for you in, in this.
2: I thought the the central idea, the concept of uh t- you know, obviously taking what they did in the last movie and then in this one switching up the participants and adding Danny DeVito and Danny Glover and uh and the, having The Danny's, Yeah, the Danny's as we like to call 'em. Um and have for decades, really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can't have one without the other. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, what's lethal weapon without Danny DeVito? Uh, you know. Anyway, so the I, I thought the concept of bringing those guys in and then having the you know the Avatar actors Rock and the Rock and uh, Kevin Hart and, and Karen Gillan and uh, and Jack Black play different characters throughout and kind of switch up as, as it went and stuff. I thought that was funny. It was a, it was a solid idea and a concept. Um, but whereas, see, I think what the deal was the first one gets to, has the opportunity to, to fill the time with, uh, with, with scene setting and with setting up the idea and the concept and, and the world and all that sort of stuff. And then this one, they're kind of trying to replace all of that with, isn't it funny that Danny DeVito and, and Danny Glover are in this, through these bodies, instead of, look at this cool world, and look at the things that happen, and the funny stuff, and, and all that, and so that stuff from the first movie plays a little, it's still good, it's fine, it's a, it's a, it really is a well-built world, and a, and a, a good, design, much better, honestly, than it than it really has any right to be, in some ways, it's, it's very well done on that front, but about 20 or 30 minutes in you're kind of like looking at your watch thinking okay I don't know how long this carries I don't know if this yeah. is gonna fulfill uh, two hours of of my time or if I'm I'm gonna be kind of begging for it to end and I didn't quite get to that point but I definitely wasn't as invested in this as I was in the first one and I think that just came down to sequelitis and just the 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 concept or the conceit's fun, but it's not yep. quite as carryable, uh, as, as and the kind
1: movie. of switcheroo of the avatar characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: kind of knew that was, I didn't see any trailers for this or sure. anything.
1: Um, so, uh, I think I saw like one in the, for one of the movies, you know, we were in doing stuff and mm-hmm. you know, I didn't really pay attention to it. Uh, there was highlights on my phone or something. So right. the, the, uh, but i I but I assume going in there would be a switch of with the avatars right. being different people, um so I was kind of like that is gonna work in a way uh because that's kind of a natural sequel thing you can do is basically reshuffle the deck and that's that lends itself really I kind of had that whole treatise in my head, and it did uh work but I, you're right, the legs is what worked i liked I like different people being in those personas it has to be fun for the actors to get to kind of be mm mm-hmm a little bit different in that um, within themselves, but it didn't have the 90 minute legs that I I thought, Oh, that'll be an act. They could just reshuffle it every three years and make one. I I don't know if that'll last. I think I was wrong about that. What about you, Shane? What worked for you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you, Richard. I I think that this movie could have been a little bit shorter because I think it does kind of overstay its welcome, but I was kind of tickled by how clever the idea of having them switch again was Mm -hmm. because generally it feels like sequels are just so, painstakingly un- original and, or just unthought through that it's like you could easily see executives being like yeah the first one was great just you know they were in the jungle this uh, last time just put them in the desert now but it's like no one cares where they are we care that these characters were having fun and that these actors were clearly having fun so I thought it was the right move to have them all play different versions or different characters or whatever, um, but I do agree that the movie slightly overstayed its welcome. I think that there's if this movie was an hour and forty five, and I don't know uh, exactly what the runtime was, but I think if this movie was an hour and forty five, there's an hour and thirty minute cut of this that runs a little bit cleaner and smoother, mm-hmm. um, you know. But but overall, I still thought that it was a fairly clever idea to switch them up again, and I think you know we've talked about this before on other episodes, but when. It's enjoyable when you can absolutely tell that the actors are having fun making the movie. That's usually infectious on screen, and as a result, you kind of have fun watching the movie. Yeah. And I do feel like the major cast here was having a blast making this movie again. So it, for me, it kind of it made it more much more enjoyable yeah. to watch. So some of this, the action sequences that were a little dry I think kind of carry through for me because it was just fun to watch all these people back on screen again together.
1: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think they enjoy each other. We know, you know, the heart, um, the rock bromance is is well documented and, uh, and all that. But, yeah, no, I think they have a good time making these. It certainly shows. Um, and, and that's the stuff that works. You're right. I just wish someone – I want to like my – you know, Brian and I always have a – we have a bunch of jokes about different consultancies that we would run. <laughs> and and I, I, I know this is the main job of the studio and they do this. And, Shane, you could speak to this better than I am sure I could. But, like – there's a certain point where a filmmaker um, gets equity, whether whether they've made a successful movie, and now they're on their second or third successful film, or they're making a sequel. There's a sequel to a really successful movie, and they kind of are like, yeah, you gave me a hard time uh, with this, but now I have you know I have some power in the second one. So if it if it needs to be you know longer, it's going to be longer, that's how I want it as a, this visionary. And right. I just wish I, my consultancy would be just to negotiate against that. Be like, yeah, but yeah. you know, the shorter this is, the easier it is to pull off. Yep. <laughs> it's right. so. That's the thing. It's like they're. Yeah, I know you. You're gonna might lose a plot line or something, but like everyone's so much more forgiving. Yes. To a ninety-minute movie than a two-hour, ten-minute movie. Every time, um, it's just at least, especially me. But but I I just think especially with sequels where I've already spent yeah you know 110 minutes in this world i'm <laughs> right. you know that just just shave it off as so i just wish but i get that you know the filmmakers probably have a lot more leverage on this than they did even with the first
2: one yeah no i 100% agree with you you know we we say this a lot we i feel like when i'm prepping for the show every week i'm trying to think like okay did we say did we talk about this in the previous time that we talked about this series you know or this this franchise that we're in and did have we Disgu- and, and one of the things I think about is like, when was the last time we said that the movie's too long? And lately it's been like, well, pretty much every week. We, it feels like we're coming in here and saying, ah, I could have shaved off a few minutes here and there. Um, and part of that might be,
1: there's so much stuff out now that's 30 minutes to an hour, yeah. you know, in TV that feels like movies. So it might be training our brains sure. to be a little less patient.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. No, I think there's definitely something to that. I, But all, I think but it's I, both. I think it's both. Yeah. Look, like, it's... it's if your movie dictates a three-hour or four-hour sure. runtime, then fine, let's do it. Um, right, I you know I love the Lord of the Rings movies, and I watch those multiple times a year. Together, that movie is like I don't know, nineteen hours long. I mean, it's a ridiculously long time, and I never feel like. There's anything on screen that I don't want to be on right. screen,
1: really. And do you watch the extended every time, do, or do you ever yeah. go back to the oh, theatrical? Yeah, no, no. I, I don't
2: even know what I would do if I watched the theatrical at this point. It would be very jaunty. That's interesting. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not hating on you. I was just actually no, curious yeah, about yeah, that. I mean, if you no. went
1: back and if you toggled and
2: yeah. No, I always end
1: up watching the... Do, I've never done the Extendeds, and I'm going to. I haven't broken this news yet. We can maybe make a pot out of it okay. if you guys want. I'm going to this winter. Okay. That's next well, you on what? The family docket. We're going to watch the extended. Well Lord and you know what? Ring. Here's
0: the deal. I'm actually I will be happy to get in on that. I've actually
1: never seen the Lord of the Rings movies. Wow. Uh, okay, I hadn't either till like five years ago, Shane. I lost a well, bet and corndog made me watch them. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, here's but the I the liked them. So they were fine. I,
0: I feel like you, me, Blake, Chase, some of our old high school buddies, I feel like we went and saw the first one. Uh in theaters. But we saw it at a late show and I hardly ever do this, but the, to me the movie was so boring I fell asleep twenty minutes in. Mm. And ever since then, I've just been like, yeah, these movies definitely aren't for me. But in the last year, I've been going through the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movie list. And I was dismayed a couple weeks ago to find that they redid the list in 2007. I I completely, I got my list crossed. And now one of the Lord of the Rings movies is in the AFI's 100 Greatest Movies. Brian, do you know which one it is? I I couldn't tell you.
2: Um... Um... Probably Return of the King. That's the one that won all the Oscars. So. Sure, okay, yeah. so that
0: probably sounds like the right one. So, but my point is... Return that, of the Because Max? it's now... <laughs> yeah. Uh, by Post Malone, the cover version. <laughs> not the, okay. um <laughs> The, but because it's now in the AFI 100 greatest list, I feel like, ugh, I got to watch it. So, mm-hmm. and also I can't just watch a random sequel. So yeah. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch them, but I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies all the way through. So if you guys want, I'm happy to jump on them. Cause it'll be a rock solid, like kind of chain of like, I got to do this. I can't yeah, get totally. out of it. It'd be great. You know?
2: Yeah, look, th- I will. We've gotten way off the edge at this point, but that's that, that's those <laughs> movies that you can't just walk in this down the street and just yell at every single person like, "Hey, you have to go watch 18 hours of this movie." You know, that's not it's not for everyone for sure. But, but they are way better than, I think. I think people write them off because it's like, "Well, it's it's orcs and wizards and stuff." I'm not really into that kind of thing, and I, I don't I I don't believe that that's necessarily the uh, you know the end all be all of the Lord of the Rings.
1: If that makes sense. Yeah, sure. I, uh, I I I. Uh... I'm a proponent of that, you know, orcs and things I say. I uh, don't like the woods and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Exactly. And I'm that's... always right. I'm always right about it. I think Lord of the Rings is the exception. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um good. it's just well yeah. done. And so when yeah. I saw yeah. it, I finally saw it. I was like, Oh, I get right. this. This is cool. There's a w I like the wizard fight. Yeah. When those two wizards get after it, They're that's fun. awesome. They're fun, definitely. Need more wizard fights in movies, but <laughs> yeah, uh. We do. We do. Think yeah. how
2: much better now you see me would be with wizard fights oh, instead of my like gosh. spinning <laughs> yeah. cameras and car tricks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's just make a movie called Wizard Fight. Okay. It's like okay. Alien v Predator.
2: What, what if it's like bum <laughs> fights? Like, uh. <laughs> uh, <I'll> uh... <laughs>
1: throwback to a bygone era. <laughs> that, wow. This movie,
2: man, we are way off the, the reservation. That's now. fine. I, it's dude, what we do. I probably can't see that anymore. Sorry. Uh. I watched uh, the art of self defense today. This this Jesse Uh Eisenberg movie. Yeah, how was that? Super dark, man. Super way different than I thought it was gonna be. Which can't, you know, that can be fun. But there's a major plot point that is basically bum fights is what it it amounts to, and it's (laughs) it's, it's kind of so now that's on my brain, and it's kind of weird. And it also reminded me of Arrested Development with their their versions of that stuff. So anyway, so (laughs) brother fights or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) brother fights. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: and about that's about. why you always leave another <laughs> <laughs> brother fights. I forgot about that. This,
2: so. Anyway, um, so this right, Too long. That's the main. Yeah,
1: that's, that's where we ended up. Anyway. Yeah. Right. And uh, no, it is a little too long, and that's okay. It's not. It's not aggressively too long. Mm-hmm. Where right. I wasn't, you know, I kind of judge. you. I want right. to think of some kind of review metric that's like <laughs> one watch look, <laughs> two watch looks. You know. Sure. This was a six-watch look, Brian. Oh, that means <laughs> that my... And the reason why it was
0: too long is because the joy of this movie is the actors uh, in yeah, scenes yeah. together hanging out. It's not that the action sequences in this movie are totally. revolutionary because they aren't, right? Mad Max Fury Road, and I know I, – I, I can't remember. I think Kent liked it and you guys didn't. But with Mad Max Fury Road, that movie could have been four hours long because the action sequences were so yeah. awesome and so yeah. – Show-stopping. You could do three more of them. Mm-hmm. This you got everything you needed with the actors kind of interacting with each other. I didn't need you know ten minutes in the desert with the emus and all yeah. that stuff, right? It's like those action sequences are not show-stopping enough to make them more than two minutes a pop.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. And this, I mean, if I'm hearing what you're saying, this movie would be a lot better if there was a guitarist playing an on-fire guitar throughout. Oh, right? totally.
1: Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah. In a red onesie. Okay. Just, and Charlie's, right?
2: Yeah, that
1: would help as well. Yeah, most yeah,
2: no movies. Question. No, no, I'm with you. It's it it the, like I said, kind of at the outset, the the world building from the first movie is a lot of fun, and I think it it flushes it out really well. And then you get into this one, and it's kind of like, Ooh, we only have about six minutes of world building that we can really do because there's just not a lot more to it. it. At the end of the day, it's kind of a video game movie, and mm-hmm. so there's right. not a whole lot of of depth or nuance to to get into, but. Uh, but you do you do enjoy just the actors having fun, yeah. and being on screen together.
1: This right. is a weird uh, kind of this perfect mix, and, and and Kevin Hart has his own own career, um, in his own right. But this this movie is like the perfect mix of the Jack Black, at least like post um, Bernie Cannon and the the Rock canon mm-hmm. sure. of of like these family friendly, but still funny and not not overly you know tame um and then with the big kind of self-aware action stuff it's like this perfect it's a stew of those two Mm -hmm. things and 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 kind of knowing that now of course this is a huge these are huge hits i mean uh, but (laughs) that seems very obvious now i can't believe i thought that this might be a big bust you know six months before the first one came out Mm. because that's such an obvious uh, kind of wonderful pairing. And then you you throw in Kevin Hart, who has a huge audience and and can be really fun in movies, and and Karen Gillan is great, and 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 all this all the supporting cast too. The kids are are decent, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's the meta it's meta definitely are solid. You know, it's one of those really kind well. of like paint by numbers blockbusters, but it's good. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's it the the numbers are in the right places, mm-hmm. so it it kind of the math works out.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so you know.
1: Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Shane. No, continue.
0: No, I was just going to say it's it's like it was really really fun, and and I think that there are in an alternate universe there are like you you, you can probably tell that this script was sent out to a few people who said no before they said uh-huh. yes. Like I totally. kind of thought that the first pass of this script, instead of sending it to Danny DeVito, you know, somebody sent it to Joe Pesci. Just to make sure, like he didn't want to do this, and then it was like, okay, cool. Joe Pesci, he's out. All right, let's call Danny DeVito, right? So there's a couple of yeah. fun swaps that could have happened, but again, I think you're right, Richard. It all Ironically, kinda... Home
1: Alone was probably the opposite. Because <laughs> Danny DeVito <laughs> was peaking at that time. Like you know what I mean? Like they probably were Right. They probably they pitched uh they pitched uh Harry to um Danny DeVito and then had to go to Pesci. Um <laughs> so what what is this kind of portent? Do you, do you guys foresee like four of these? Do you, what do you, what does this portend for like the rocks career of this director's career? Does it, mm-hmm. is it just going to be something that that's going to be like, Oh yeah, those were, that was a fun little two that late 2010s uh thing. Or does this continue on to to grow out from here? What do you think, Brian?
2: I think we got one more, uh, yeah, at least sure. the, the kind of post-credit scene made it seem like sure, we're leaning yeah. that direction, but I don't, I mean, this is not like it's, it's not like, the MCU or something. This there is no, a no, shelf life no. on this, and it's. it's it, One thing they were really smart time... about
1: is this thing was out two years later. Yeah, I do think. Yeah, uh, yeah no. You don't I, want fatigue, but you also like it's so stupid sometimes when they do these sequels mm, to kind of right and just non back to back.
2: Right. Yeah. So
1: or so no, funny. or if six years later, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like gotcha. out of the zeitgeist, yeah. and you're like, okay, well, yeah, all the right. kids that like that are 19 now, so. Yeah. But right, they, right, totally. They capitalized really quick. I mean, a two-year turnaround on this is pretty impressive, yeah. especially with everyone's schedules. No, I agree. yeah, absolutely. So we, I, I mean, I think let's just kind of throw it
0: out there because Brian, you already mentioned yeah. the end credit scene. Let's just kind of throw out spoilers from this mm-hmm. point on. Absolutely, um,
1: go nuts. But shame. yeah,
0: I'm absolutely with you guys. I think that you get one more of these movies, and I think you can kind of do some fun stuff. I think the hook that you want to have for the sequel is at this point. We stop playing the game Jumanji and we start figuring out on a cosmic level or whatever, what is Jumanji? Why is it this evil video game or why is it this evil source of power that can suck people in and mm-hmm. do all this stuff? So I think the only way, the only place to go with the sequel is at the end of the movie. They got to destroy the entity of Jumanji or whatever it is, right? Um, so that this yeah. can never happen again. So. I'd be in for one more as long as there's some more kind of clever switch-ups and fun stuff. But I feel like, unlike the sequel, where it was enough for me to just switch up the roles, now you got to switch it up. We can't just play a video game anymore. Now we got to end the whole, we got to end the whole thing and figure out why this thing sucks people in. Yeah. You know?
2: you do run the risk if you do that. One of my big pet peeves with with the with franchises and series and stuff that we because we get so many of them is when you get too. It's like when uh, the filmmakers confuse audience interest with, with audience mm-hmm. interest in, like, the mythos of the place. And I don't know that that's – this is not like – I mean, even Alien did that. I think that's one of Ridley Scott's big faux pas with, with the Alien series is, like, getting so wrapped up and absorbed in the background and the origin mm-hmm. and the mythos of this stuff. And when we're kind of like, well, I kind of like it when there's aliens <laughs> yeah. popping out and yeah. trying to eat people. Isn't it cool? This is where the aliens came from. No, nobody cares. <laughs> no one cares. Just, yeah, I'm and and with those, you just want to be like, hey, once was fine. Like one one time to show us the origin of the aliens was plenty. Um, don't think we needed to revisit that at at all. But, uh, yeah. So with this, I would hope that you can still find. To me, it's it's not about the. Oh, I kind of lost my turn. Of thought, the, I I just think that this will run out of steam. at some point because it is a pretty it's a pretty simple world it's not overly complex so it's again we're in spoilers so it seemed like uh, the setup for the third one is closer to the original Jumanji with Robin Williams where you're going to have the creatures breaking and the animals and whatnot breaking out into the real world so maybe they're trying to figure out how to you know put the lid back on Pandora's box and then destroy Jumanji and I do kind of like the idea uh, Shane of Almost called you can't. Sorry, uh, I, do, I do kind of like yeah, that. it happens of, all the time. Of, uh, of figuring out, you know, why why is Jumanji and what what is the uh, the source of power behind it, and how can we how can we shut that down?
0: Uh, right, exactly, and it also gives you the opportunity, right? Because again, we're in spoilers. The end of the movie, the heating guy shows up, and it's played by, and uh, I don't know his name, but it's the guy who played Winston yeah, on the television show yeah. The New Girl. So cool. So now you have an opportunity to cast another huge celebrity as an avatar in the game. Actually, you have two, right? Because the mom gets sucked into the game as well. And now it's like we can add two huge celebrities, right? And it's like, you know, this movie's had a pretty stellar cast so far. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if they did like a whole publicity stunt and they like back up a money truck to Kate Blanchett's house and she shows up in the movie. Or you know somebody of that caliber, where it's yeah. like, oh my god, did they really get her or him in the movie? Sure, you yeah. know.
2: Yeah, yeah there's curious. one
1: thing they can do, get kind of, kind of bring both of your ideas together. I think you'll get this and support it 100. If you want to tie back to the original movie, like they they're kind of seem to be doing from '95, and get a big star, they could do it. Uh, dag. No, Dag. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah, right. Dag's in the first one, and yeah. he's obviously the kind of caliber that we need to bring in. That certainly going to get me excited for Jumanji three. So right. let's start that <laughs> gotta, campaign now. When they're courting the Richard <laughs> vote, yeah, that's, not, that's the and thing. I, and I want him getting twenty million for it too. Yeah, I want them to act like they're, they're <laughs> like they're back getting, that uh, back uh, that armored truck uh, of money <laughs> <laughs> up into his driveway. <laughs> um. Dag doesn't get out of bed for less than eighteen million. Um, no, plus back end. Um, but the <laughs> no, I think uh, two I points. Think, yeah, <laughs> two points for Dag. <laughs> God, that would be so awesome if he was just so hardline on his negotiations. Two uh, back end points. <laughs> Hear me, Katzenberg. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but this is this is a uh, a huge huge success and in, and. In, I think uh, The Rock has, um, you know, he, he This is kind of what he's been missing as much as a franchise. I know he's Fast and Furious and adjacent, but that's like, it's kind of like Kevin Durant, right? It was never really his team, you mm-hmm. know, and so uh, he he kind of so this one, even though this was you know a Robin Williams movie twenty years ago, uh, is is. Kind of like his own this modern version of it is his own franchise, though he's a very successful movie star. I think that's something he's been looking for mm. and uh I think kind of owns that, so that's cool from his kind of uh you know emperor of the world resume as well
2: sure. yeah no you're right that's uh between this and hobbs and shaw which you're right is is an i mean it's his, but it's mm-hmm. also sort of adjacent of. Another big thing, and then he has Black Adam coming in a year or two, and so yeah, that um, seems like it's been made for
1: twenty years. Sure, sure. But I mean, the only thing that I would caution
0: against both of those two gentlemen, right? Because we've seen a lot of people do this, and then it ultimately it doesn't necessarily backfire per se, but it does kind of strain their credulity, which is that I, I totally get it, right? When studios are calling you off the hook, and you get sent script after script after script if you paid me $10 million a picture to show up and do whatever, I don't even care if it's good or not. You got to make hay while the sun shines. Mm. But at a certain point, like we talked about last year with Skyscraper and Fast and Furious, I don't need to see The Rock four times in a movie in one year. Like, choose a little bit more carefully, man. You got to make people miss you a little bit so that it's kind of an event when you're in theaters together. And the same goes... With Kevin Hart uh, as well. And also, the same goes for the two of them together. I mean, don't forget, we saw them together again in Hobbs and Shaw this year. So this is their second time on screen together in a year. And it's like, guys, make this special so that
2: people get the chance to miss you. And it's
0: a big deal when you show back up. You know,
2: And the other thing that goes with that hand-in-hand, because you're right, because we, I mean, we see that with within Discord channel or email and Twitter Ooh. or whatever that there there is rock fatigue. Um, because he, it it almost works against him how charismatic and huge he is, both physically and his presence wise on the screen. Because he doesn't blend, and he's not trying to blend. So I don't know if he's maybe maybe he's secretly a great character actor, and we just don't know it because he's not trying to do that. But it's not the same as. Uh, Adam driver or Michael B Jordan, these guys who are very good at the, the, Adam driver can be in 10 movies a year and you don't get Adam driver fatigue because it's, it's a range of, yeah, it's a range or, of movies. It's a different set of things. It's genre. It's all this. It's, it's, and, big. it's little, it's all that. And Michael yeah, Jordan exactly. is kind of the same thing. He he can do that. Um, I don't know that and
1: people are only seeing so. a mass audience is yes, only seen absolutely. one of those, right? Absolutely. And then the people right. that are seeing the other movie are not seeing the mass audience right. movie. Right. Whereas these are like kind of crossover audience mm-hmm. that so many people saw Jumanji, saw Hobson yeah, Shaw. Whereas Totally. 100%. Marriage Story is a little different because that's on Netflix. But if if let's say Marriage Story was a traditional le- yeah. release, that and Star Wars aren't going to cro- no, cross. No, totally. And agree. The report totally agree. and stuff like yeah.
0: that. So. Right. Yeah. There's always two types of actors, right? There's the character actor, like a Dustin Hoffman, who kind of disappears into roles. And as a result, he can do three or four movies a year because he's always doing something different. So you don't tire of him. And then there's kind of the personality actor, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger, where it's like you really only need one or two a year. Because it's like, Arnold, I get it. You're Arnold, you're ripped, you shoot a gun, you do your thing, you save the day. right? You can only watch that so many times. I don't care how you dress the set. If we're in the jungle, if we're in the desert, if you're in a city, it's the same thing over and over. Yep. You know, so and I, I i don't think the rock is,
1: is great. I think his weakness is is being idle. Just from like following him on social media, I don't think he likes to wake up <laughs> and not have forty things to do. Yeah, including course, like a four hour workout. Yeah. So I think that might be part of the problem too. Yeah. Is where he's taking projects, just goes okay, cool. That fills up that two months, okay, mm-hmm. and then I'll promote that, and then you know, I, th- I think that's and and you're right. Uh, he he uh he could probably but you know this is still a big hit i mean i don't think he'll yeah. stop until the, the there's some you know some diminishing returns totally and so far when he makes good movies they do well so
2: yeah yeah sure sure
1: all alrighty but, so shall we grade this bad boy out let's sure let's, let's do, do so. it yeah. let's do it i'm gonna start i'm gonna give this um a very rare grade these are the hardest movies to talk about so that's why probably why we uh, went on so many little diversions, but I'm going to give this a just a, right down the middle B. What about you, Brian?
2: Yeah, I'm the exact same. Uh, I think the first one for me was probably an A minus,
1: yeah, a low, high A, a minus, minus maybe there. even yeah. a
2: low A. Um, this just again, it's it's fun. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I was not nearly as interested or invested as I was first time around, um, and and but even still, uh, that's a that's a solid fun kind of throwaway blockbustery type thing and i'm always fine with that um it just kind of lacks a little bit of the cleverness and aspirations of of the first one for me so a b shane you I would give it a B plus. I would say I'm, I agree with you guys. It was just I,
0: I still enjoyed watching Kevin and The Rock and all those people do kind of different characters and stuff. So I would say it's a super enjoyable film. Uh, it's not great, but it's absolutely worth an hour and 45 minutes of your time or whatever it is. And it's, you know, it's, it's fun and it's well done enough that you should totally check it out. So solid B-plus for me.
2: Nice.
0: nice. All righty,
1: team. Well, uh, Shane. You can find Shane in the VIP level. Uh, That's what I call it, not the section. Now that we did Jumanji, he's in the VIP level, which is the next level up, for those of you who are not. uh, The VIP got so exclusive, the the velvet ropes didn't cut it. We had to build, actually, a floor extension up into the the rafters. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Shane's in on the Discord channel, along with Brian, myself, and Kent. You can talk with us and other VIPs. That's a really fun perk. Um, If you're looking just for like a movie community uh people to talk with we hear that from people all the time oh none of my friends like movies the way i do i'm always looking hey that's a cool little chat room that's yeah. 24 hours a day people talking about stuff that's really fun that we're in and like chiming on as well also we've got uh <laughs> this is kind of silly but fun we have uh some are, we do these little vip pins that go out to certain tiers and this pin this month or this quarter <laughs> whatever is have you seen it, it shane i it's have indeed. yeah it's a it's the cup, except yeah, accepting Best Supporting Actor for Spectacular Now as a pin that you can put on your sport jacket or a backpack or whatever. I'm 75 years first, old, so I say sport jacket. Nice.
0: Mm-hmm. The cup first seen in his appearance in what was it? Short Term 12. Most famous yeah. for his appearance <laughs> as a piss jar in the DC courtroom.
1: Yeah, yeah that's where he went gritty. That's yeah. where he went. Yeah, gritty, that was but, that was real method. Like that was he yeah, took he, totally he was just different. going for that Oscar there. That's that was. Right. That was Joaquin as the Joker there, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, uh, but that's a really fun thing. And I, I, not many things in this that I would tell you are worth the money, the, whatever the little $4 a month for four, four or five extra episodes a month, uh, plus, uh, the discord alone is, is pretty awesome. So if you're on the fence about that, think about it. Hey, what's that's, that's 48 bucks a year or whatever. That's, that's, we can hopefully, you know, it's a lot of money. We appreciate it, but it helps keep this show going. And, uh, and I think you get a lot of bang for your buck there. So uh, consider that as we go into the new year, you can find Shane in there on the discord channel. You can find me in there, but also at Richard Barton on Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, Brian, I can find you where
2: you can find me on the Twitter. bgil12. You can find my writing at mad about movies, mm. and the mad about movies podcast newsletter. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Newsletter. All right. Well, Shane, oh Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Gosh, when are we getting that sequel? Um, It's a pleasure. It's always good talking to you. Hopefully, uh, we'll link up soon in in your city or ours. And uh, keep doing what you're doing out there, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. And we will see the rest of you at Le Cinema. I like to go real pretentious at the end.
0: (laughs) See ya. (laughs) See ya. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs.